You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. I bet if you went back in the archives of this podcast, possibly right around this time, last year, the year before, I am going to talk about how cold it is to live in Australia, which I know you guys are like, oh, suck it up, Kathleen. You're Canadian. You can't talk about being cold. Here is a thing, my friend. In Australia, they haven't yet discovered this amazing material called insulation. Seriously. So like the temperature it is outside is the temperature it is inside. So that when it's six, seven, eight degrees outside, that's Celsius for all my American friends, I think that means that it's like low 40s. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. High 30s, low 40s, if you're thinking Fahrenheit. Then also means it's the same temperature inside all the time. So when you talk to Australians through our winter, because remember we're on the opposite side of the globe as you, because we do live in the upside down world, all of us, as soon as May hits, <laughs> we all sit around and go, oh my gosh, it's so cold. I'm so cold, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. There you go. Fun fact about living in Australia. I know, I'm Canadian, I get it. I, I can read all of your hate mail already. But it's a phenomenon that I have 13 years into this adventure still have not gotten used to. But you know what? Makes for a good introduction to a podcast. I'm sorry if I'm boring you to death and it's not interesting. Do you know what I love about this podcast is that I can sit here in the coldness from my little igloo in Australia and you can be in Spain, the UK, somewhere in Mexico, somewhere in the middle of Dallas, Texas, or Omaha, Nebraska, Montreal, and we all can talk about flowers making money in our flower business. It's kind of crazy. I'm kind of really embracing this whole, like, let us all talk about how amazing technology is, and then we'll all sit around and talk about, wow, we really do sound like our parents. <laughs> this is what happens. This is what happens when you get old. Maybe it's like when you cross the bridge into 40, it's like, yeah, this is the shit that you start thinking about. I don't know. Anyway, might just be me, but I am just very grateful for technology. I think I'm very grateful for technology, both from a business point of view, as well as from like a personal family point of view, because that's also awesome. Because if I can't get on an airplane, if this country's not letting me leave, <laughs> then the least I can do is connect to the tubes, to the internet and be able to connect with my family. So there you go. There you go, people. Can we talk about how excited we are to be able to travel one day? Saying to my girls in Australia, and I think they all agree, as Australians, when they don't let you travel, it's like somebody's just cut your arm off. It's so ingrained in the life and experience that we have as Australians that the ability to not get on an airplane is like you've just cut off a part of your personality. 
I'm like, I'm not saying that I would have spent a huge amount of time actually traveling this year, but just the fact that you're telling Kathleen that she can't travel, rude, so rude, just makes me want to get on an airplane even more. Now, enough jibber-jabber, you're tuning in today because you want to hear my number one tip for confidence. As much as it might shock you to hear this, I have not always been the most confident human on the planet. In actual fact, I've only really dug into the world of creating confidence in the last few years. And I thought it would be worth me talking about my number one tip to help you create confidence on purpose so that you can apply it in your business and in your life. This is the crazy thing, right? Y'all tune in because you want to learn how to make more money. And then I'm going to sit here and tell you, well, it all comes back to your thinking. And for my girls who are inside the boot camp and for my clients who have done a round of the boot camp, they already know how impactful this work is on their entire life. Because everyone comes to me going, I want to learn how to make more money. And I'll be like, great, let's, I'll give you everything that you need to know about marketing right? You log into the community, you get into the program, you'll go through the bubble of overwhelm because I literally lay out for you exactly what you need to know from a marketing point of view. And then the rest of it comes down to really understanding how we get to navigate managing our mindset. With every week that goes by, I'm beginning to realize just what a game changer it is in terms of making money, that it actually all does come down to your thinking. And the fact that we're human beings and we can observe what we're thinking about, like, whoa, like this experience is super fascinating. To actually become aware of the thoughts that your brain is offering up and decide on purpose if that thought is helping you move in the direction you want to go or if it's in the way and being a barrier to what you want to achieve in your life and in your business. What's really fascinating about talking about confidence is getting really geeky, right? Let's jump in and be like, I had to Google, okay, what is confidence? And so the Google says, confidence is your ability to do something, right? Some people believe that you create confidence by doing. And I would definitely say there is an aspect of it right? That's true. Like we go to workshops, we watch YouTube videos, we Google all the things, we go to flower school to gain competence, right? I want somebody to teach me how to make a fully wired bouquet. I want somebody to teach me how to make a traditional casket spray. I want somebody to teach me how to make that shape of arrangement, or I want somebody to teach me how to create that aesthetic or that vibe, or I want somebody to teach me some specific skill. So in my experience of having gone to traditional floral design skill, I've got like the tool belt. You want to ask Kathleen how to make something, I can teach you how to make it. And that experience for me, like I'm so grateful I went down the formal certification path because it allowed me to say yes to everything that came my way so that I now know, right, like seven years on, I've got mad skills. If you want a beautiful, lush, abundant foliage installation for your reception, I've got you covered. If you want to learn how to whip out 100 orders in a single day on Mother's Day, also have you covered. 
if you want the picture perfect round, perfectly crafted $30 gerber bouquet, I've also got you covered. If you want to go fancy and you want a perfectly symmetrical round rose ball wedding bouquet, I can also do that. You want the most delicate picture perfect flat lay foliage to run down your banquet table? Totally got you covered. I said yes to everything that our customers wanted and my skills in terms of design, crazy. The ability I have to be able to identify the mechanics behind making something is kind of one of my secret sauces. The reason I said yes to everything is because I knew, right? I knew that I had the ability to figure this shit out. I remember going to all these workshops and talking to all these amazing humans and then all of a sudden realizing, wait a minute, these human beings who run these workshops are just lovely. They are lovely, down-to-earth humans who are not actually any smarter than me. They don't walk around with like decades more experience than I have. They are no more physically abled than me. In many cases, they're no more qualified than me. They're probably not much younger than me. And also, they're not actually that much older than me. Here's what's so interesting about the concept of confidence. For me, I thought having more Instagram followers, getting published, having a shop front, having more experience, more qualifications, going to the workshops was actually how I could create and become more confident. But what's so interesting is on reflection, I see now and I see it so obviously that confidence doesn't come from a piece of paper. Confidence didn't come from having the super fancy shop front. Confidence didn't come from going to all those workshops. Confidence came because I changed my thinking, right? I made it mean something different. So when it comes to actually creating confidence, it's really important to know and to truly comprehend that confidence actually comes from within. The confidence that we need to show up as a true flower boss is absolutely 100% an inside job. So when we're thinking about how to show up with more confidence, yeah, we can go out there and learn more mechanics and do more research around flower care, run more experiments. But at the same time, here's what's so fun and frustrating about our industry. Every single Mother's Day is a new experience. Even if you've done 25 Mother's Days in the past, Mother's Day 2022, Mother's Day 2023 is going to be different. Every single wedding that you say yes to actually is a new experience. You've never done that wedding for those people during that season at that venue. So it actually doesn't matter if I've done hundreds of weddings and this is your third wedding. We can both show up with the same level of confidence because on paper, neither one of us has done this wedding for those people with these ingredients during that season in that weather at that venue. It's never actually been done before. So we get to really deconstruct it and break down that idea that confidence comes from experience or the piece of paper or more Instagram followers or getting published or having a big team or having the fancy shop front. 
that's not how or where the confidence actually comes from. It's not about the number of weddings that you've done. It's not about whether you've finished your certification or your qualifications. It has nothing to do with how many times you've been published or how many thousands of random humans follow you on Instagram. What we really need to dig into is the idea of self-confidence, right? And understand that there is a difference between confidence and self-confidence. And self-confidence is the concept of having complete trust in your own ability, a complete faith that you can figure it out. Self-confidence is about being secure in yourself and your ability to solve the problem. It's very different to just being confident because in most cases, confidence draws on the actual activity. Have I made that type of wedding bouquet before? Have I done that kind of ceiling installation before? Have I been through a Mother's Day before? Human beings and our brain are programmed by default to look to our own past to find evidence for what's possible in the future. So for so many of us in our business, we'll say that we're not feeling confident with something because we've never done it before, right? I've never done Mother's Day before, so therefore I don't have confidence. Or I've never signed a lease on a shop front, therefore I don't have confidence but it actually all comes back to our thinking. When we look to our own past, when we rely on our own past as evidence to support what's possible for us in the future, all we're gonna end up with is continually creating the same results. It's like the definition of insanity or we're stuck on that hamster wheel again, right? This idea that we have to look into our own past to find evidence to see what's possible in the future, except the tricky part of being a business owner and a human being is we're always looking to create something new. We're always looking to outdo our own results. We're always looking to grow our business. We're always looking to travel that path of wanting to jump in the deep end of something totally new or offer a workshop for this experience or open up this shop front or say yes to that big budget wedding or say no to that big budget wedding. We're constantly putting ourselves in, that, in the line of fire, always stepping into something new when we're a business owner and our brain is going to freak out. It's a totally normal human experience. By default, our brain is gonna look to our own past as a predictor of what's possible in the future. But in so many instances, for every single one of us, right? It could be Mother's Day 25 or Mother's Day 2. Every Mother's Day is going to be new. So we're always going to be freaking out because we've never done it before. And what's so interesting is really practicing the idea of looking at self-confidence. Instead of relying on confidence, instead of thinking, oh, well, I've done this before, therefore I can do it again. It's, I can throw myself into any situation and I know I have the skills and I'm able to Google and the beautiful people on YouTube and Kathleen are here to teach me what I need to know to be able to figure this shit out. The more often we put ourselves in these unfamiliar positions and get ourselves to focus on the idea of just figuring it out and solving the problem, the more self-confidence we create, 
the more we know, you can throw anything at me. You can throw me the angriest, most disappointed customer on the planet, and I have the self-confidence and I have the thought pattern to be able to tell myself, Kathleen, you can navigate this situation. Where we get ourselves into trouble as human beings is when we try to rely on our confidence. What do we do when we have no evidence to draw upon? If you believe you can only do things you've ever accomplished before, how do you create new results in your business? The answer is that you have to rely on your self-confidence. If you're going from $100,000 to $500,000 to a million dollars, if you've never created a million dollars in the past, you're going to have to rely on your self-confidence to sort it out because your brain is going to be striving to find evidence in your own past to convince you that it's possible. And for every single one of us, we don't have that evidence in our own past. None of us do, right? When we're trying to create something new in our own business, we cannot use our own past as evidence for what's possible. We can't. Otherwise, we're just going to continue to create the same result. But what we can do is really jump into thinking about how can I create the self-confidence for myself that doesn't rely on me looking to my own past but still moves me in the direction to create the results I want to create in my business. It's this idea that if we want to achieve something new in our business, we have to try things we've never tried before. That means we have to put ourselves in the line of fire. It means that we have to stop looking to our own past as a resource to tell ourselves what's possible in the future. And this comes down to really practicing the idea of creating self-confidence. If we put ourselves in the line of fire, right? It might be today I'm going to show my face on Instagram stories. I'm going to put myself on the line of fire. Now my brain's going to freak out because this is a really uncomfortable, unfamiliar place for me to be. Or I'm going to post that $500 product on my website. Your brain's going to freak out. Because it's going to tell you, Kathleen, you've never done this before. You can't do this. Don't do this. Danger, 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 bad. Right? And we're at that like tug of war because your prefrontal cortex, right? That part of your brain that knows that being a business owner is what you should be doing. This is what you're meant to do. You have an incredible passion for learning and evolving as a human being. That part of your brain is like, fuck yeah, let's post a $500 product just to see what happens. And then the primitive part of your brain is like, uh, no, that's a definite no for me. Danger, life-threatening situation. Do not put yourself in harm's way. Put your pen down, get back in the chair. Let's go scroll Instagram instead. And convincing you to not take action to get yourself out of harm's way, right? Your primitive brain is driven to keep you safe. It doesn't want you to take action. It doesn't want you to put yourself out there. It definitely doesn't want you to show up on Instagram stories. And there is no way it wants you to say yes to the $10,000 wedding. And heck no, you're not going to put that $500 product on your website. No way, no how. Danger, bad, death. Let's go sit on the sofa and eat bonbons. That's what your primitive brain is programmed to do. Totally normal. 100% absolutely normal human experience. 
The skill to be learned as a business owner is to not allow the primitive brain to drive the bus. Practicing the idea of creating self-confidence is one of my most favorite exercises. I do it every day because this is how I do it, right? Here's my number one tip for creating confidence. And the concept is borrowing belief. This goes way beyond the concept of fake it till you make it, which you will have heard some people talk about, but fake it till you make it is very superficial. It's like, just take action until you feel confident. And I'm like, no, let's approach this from a very different perspective because this shows you the power of the human brain. I want you to think about, right? Take a couple seconds and think about someone who could accomplish the outcome that you want to create, right? If you want to make a million dollars in your business, who is someone that comes to mind that you know if they put themselves in your shoes, right? If they were sitting in the driver's seat, if they were in charge, they are someone who you know would just absolutely kick ass. Maybe it's somebody who has already accomplished the goal or it's somebody else who you know, either a family friend, a relative, a character from TV, somebody from a book, somebody you admire in like the social media space, that they if they were magically like Scotty beam me up, magically sitting next to you, they would absolutely kick ass. So think of a person, and you don't need to know them in real life. This is the most amazing thing, right? You could know them because you listen to their podcast or you watch their videos or you've done a course with them or they're just somebody you admire on Instagram or it could be your dad or it could be your mom or it could be your sister, somebody from television, doesn't matter. Think of somebody that you know who could come into this situation and just dominate. Balls to the wall, dominate this shit. So who is that person? What qualities do they have that you need to develop? Are they incredibly well organized, super focused, happy to make a fool of themselves, crazy ambitious, super driven, don't care about the judgment or criticism of somebody else, really motivated to just try a bunch of shit, happy to not feel any emotional attachment to the outcome. They're just here in on the data. Like what qualities does that person have that you need to develop? And the second question is, how do they think differently than you? If we're a human being and we can observe our own thinking, part of their action and their feelings are going to be absolutely due to the fact that their thought process is just different to yours. So what do you think it is that they think that's different to how you think, right? Are they telling themselves, I can sort out anything? Are they believing the mantra of the results of my actions don't mean anything about my self-worth? What do you think it is that they're telling themselves? What are the thoughts that are running through their head that are different to the thoughts that you have? And the third question is, what type of person do you need to become to then accomplish your goal, right? What kind of person thinks that way on the regular to then help you accomplish your goal, right? I love thinking about this idea of like, if Oprah Winfrey came into our business, what would she be doing? How does she think differently to the way that you think? And what are the qualities that she has that we want to adopt? or Joanna Gaines, 
or Rachel Rogers. Might be somebody like Tim Ferriss or Elon Musk. Bill Gates could be somebody from television, right? This is what's so interesting is we can take any character who we either know personally or somebody totally made up on TV and be like, oh my gosh, if they came into this situation, this is how they would navigate it. The ability to be human and because we're creative people is such a secret weapon because then we can adopt the qualities of that person, start to live into their thinking, their being, who they are to help us achieve the new goals. The reason I refer to this as borrowing belief is, right, we're just going to start thinking the way that this person thinks. My favorite example, and if you guys don't listen to the Life Coach School podcast, I highly recommend you do. So many of you have already reached out and said thank you for pointing you in the direction because Brooke Castillo, who is my mentor and the woman who I have learned all of this thinking from, she is my coach and the person who gave me my certification when it came to becoming a life coach, she is somebody who I think about every single day because she's just out there not giving a shit (laughs) about all of these things, but also adding a tremendous amount of value to the world and really showing women in particular how much our own thinking is being driven by default and not intentional. For you, it might be somebody who's like your favorite designer or your favorite creative entrepreneur, but it's somebody who you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, if they were to step into your shoes right now, they would just have no hesitation and just fucking go for it, right? I love thinking about somebody like Brooke Castillo because she's she's this woman. She's like, yeah, we're on track to make $50 million this year. I'm like, what? (laughs) I can't even like, what do you do with that much money in your business? right? How big is your team? How much impact are you having on the world? And she just is so fascinating to me because I know if she came into my business, right? If she was sitting here with me right now, she would call me on so much of my own bullshit. She's like, Kathleen, why aren't you taking massive action? Right? Why aren't you out there obsessing over the data? Why aren't you out there really thinking about looking at the analytics and going, what's working? What's not taking action from that space? She's so great at distilling down the priorities in her business that I love thinking about the idea of, okay, if Brooke Castillo is going to step into my business right now, what would be different? I'd be like, oh, everything would be organized. There would be such a clear delineation between what we're doing in work and when the boundaries are in life. Plus, everything would be very clean and tidy and organized. She would coach herself so much through her own impatience, keep telling herself that there is no there there, right? There is no magical place filled with unicorns and rainbows that's going to feel better than the current experience we're having in the present. And she'd also continue to remind me to not worry about the judgment and criticism of the strangers on the internet. This idea of taking somebody who you admire and saying, hey, come sit in my shoes, then we can borrow their belief. So if you think about that person who you admire, you're like, oh my gosh, if they come into my business, they'd kick ass. What qualities do they have that you want to develop? How do they think differently to you? What 
type of person do you need to become in order to accomplish that goal? Because we're humans and we're creatives and we can just have like this imaginary friend, this is what's so amazing. How cool is it to be human? Let's go back to the days of having an imaginary friend and Brooke Castillo is just standing here next to me or Oprah Winfrey is standing here next to me going like, okay, Kathleen, this is what we're doing. We get to then start to think like those people and that's how we begin to take action in a totally different way. It's how we can actually create self-confidence on purpose, having no more experience, no more qualifications, not worrying about Instagram followers and not having to invest in a fancy shop front. It's all coming back to how we change our thinking. What's so interesting, right, is you can do this on a very granular level and you can do it on a big like conceptual level. And I did this when I was working through my own challenges around being able to charge full price, right? I remember thinking, okay, I've been to formal certification, I've been taught the pricing model, but for some reason I was deciding, right? I was deciding that I was an exception to the rule. And I remember thinking like, that's not how all these other money-making successful floral designers are doing this. So I'm going to adopt the mindset of one of those successful business owners and I'm going to carry it into my business. So then I could start thinking more like badass flower boss and less like unconfident Kathleen and going, there doesn't need to be any judgment around the pricing model. Thanks so much for this equation. How fun is it to know that we've been gifted the equation for daily flower deliveries, we've been gifted the equation for weddings and events, and then we just get to go to work, learning marketing to be able to attract the right types of customers to our business. We don't need to be second-guessing the pricing equation. I was like, I look at these guys who have run businesses for decades, and I was like, clearly they don't sit around questioning the pricing model. They just get to work. So I'm going to borrow that belief. I'm going to borrow the belief of one of those business owners who's been around for decades because they clearly don't have any thoughts related to if they should adjust their pricing. I'm like, that's not what these guys are doing. These guys are like, okay, great. So how do I grow my business? I need more customers. Can we expand on our product offer? What's happening on our website? What's the data showing us? That's where they're spending their time and energy. They're not in this bubble of like, well, I don't know if I can charge $22.50 for that, or what about this $200 for this installation? That was totally me, right? I spent so much time in the space of second-guessing my pricing and no time in the world of thinking about how to grow my business and what needed to happen from a marketing and a sales point of view. So this idea of borrowing belief is so powerful because it will always show you that the only thing that needs to change is your thinking. It's not about having more followers or it's not about having a shop front. It's not about doing this kind of work or that kind of work. And it's not about how many times you've been published or where you've been featured, right? We can borrow a belief from those that we admire, floral designers or otherwise, start to think in a way that they think, practice thinking that way, build that belief, and you will create a totally different result. This exercise is a game changer. Truly. And you can borrow belief from people who are within the industry. You can borrow belief from people who are not within the industry, right? Whoever some of your favorite business owners, mentors, 
designers, whatever it looks like, right? Whoever you feel that emotional connection to, it doesn't matter if you've ever met them before, right? Think about that context of getting them in your shoes. They're going to have qualities about them that are different to what you have right now. They're going to think differently to the way that you think right now. We can deconstruct that, borrow it, use it to our advantage to build our own belief system and then take action from that space. Absolutely 100% recommend that you do this exercise. And again, you can do it in like a super specific scenario, right? If you struggle with your pricing, do it with your pricing. If you struggle with creating and having confidence around a certain project that you have coming up or launching your website or working through a rebranding exercise or building your team, right? We can borrow belief from somebody else in any one of those situations and you will see such a dramatic difference in the results that you create because it always comes back to our thinking. So what you need to do is identify somebody that you admire. Might be another designer, might be a creative entrepreneur, might be a TV character, somebody in real life, somebody from a book, it don't matter. How do they show up differently to the way that you show up today, right? Those girls that we all talk about who walk around the market or go to the wholesaler or who are the famous people on Instagram, everybody's convinced that there's the mean girl convention in their city. How do they show up differently to the way that you do today? What qualities do they have that you want to develop? Those qualities will be driven entirely by their thinking. So how is their thinking different to your thinking? That's going to point you down the path of really understanding what type of person you need to be able to become in order to accomplish your goal. Do this exercise. It's a game changer. I promise you. And if you struggle with your confidence, I want to remind you that you are not alone. I was not born with the world's greatest collection of confidence. It's a learned skill that comes from your thinking. And if you want to experience this transformation, if you want to step up your level of confidence, if you want to show up with confidence as a flower boss, all you have to do is sign up for my flower boss boot camp. Because we do spend a huge amount of time deconstructing and practicing and thinking about how to create confidence on purpose. And I teach you the specific skills you need to show up as the most powerful flower boss that you're envisioning. It's exactly what we dig into inside this program. So if you feel like you're running in circles, if you don't feel like you have a clear vision for where your business is going, if you feel like you need a plan and you need somebody by your side, remember, I'm here to help. My Flower Boss Bootcamp is the only program available to floral designers that's focused entirely on the business of flowers. I'm here to provide clarity, to give you the roadmap for success, give you the exact marketing tools you need to attract those dream clients and take your business to new heights. We've created this amazing community of floral designers and business owners who are all pointed in the same direction. We're here to make sure that you don't ever feel like you're struggling on your own. We're all navigating such similar challenges because we're all human beings who run businesses. And this space is unlike any other corner of the internet. And we spend a lot of time deconstructing and teaching about confidence. Because I want you to get really clear on what your version of success looks like and have the confidence to continue to show up and move forward even after you surpass your goals. 
The support and the tools that we provide inside of my bootcamp are exactly what I wished existed when I was first starting out. I want to remind you that if you are in a bubble of confusion and overwhelm and you feel like you're second guessing everything, you're not sure you have what it takes to make it in this industry, I'm here to help. I promise you are not alone. You are not the only floral designer on the planet who is struggling. If you want to feel supported and showered with love, join the program. You can make really good money as a floral designer. You can build a business that is emotionally fulfilling, creatively fulfilling, and financially fulfilling. This isn't about a trade-off. This isn't about only being creative and not making money. Being a business owner is one of the most rewarding and challenging experiences of our life. You don't have to do it alone. Hope this amazing borrowing belief skill set is helpful. Try it out. You're going to blow your mind at how simple and practical it is. Put it into practice. Keep going. Have the most beautiful week. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.